welcome back, fine townsfolk, to another episode of Random Encounters. I'm Nick. I'm Matt. And here we are to discuss a random monster from a random monster manual. This week, again, I have Pathfinder 2nd Edition's Bestiary Number 2. We'll branch out next month, next week, I promise. But I just want to do one more out of this because I'm still, it's still new to me and exciting and fun. So this week we are on page 197. This is a creature that was, that is technically a mythological creature, but it was actually created by some dude in 1957 based on some, some ancient texts or something along those lines, some mythological texts. It is called the Periton. Okay. I mean, that, that looks like it would be a mythological creature. Yeah, it's your standard like hybrid of all sorts of different animals. And I, I'm pretty sure I've seen this in D&D and Pathfinder before. So it is just on just on image. It looks like it's got hawk feet or eagle feet, eagle hind feet, horse front feet, body. Uh, I guess the body of the horse, the wings of a, a raven, their black wings the head of a wolf and the antlers of a deer on top so it's it is it is a mishmash it's it's taking the mixing of animal parts to an extreme yeah the the periton is an amalgam of horror merging the features of a stag wolf and hawk oh i guess they're the wings and feet are hawk oh and the the front legs of the stag okay i get it so it's only three parts but it looks a bit more disparate they love using shadows to stalk their victims before ripping out their still-beating hearts and relishing the dying pulse as they swallow them whole, so the doomed victims spends their last moments watching as their flesh is consumed. Woof. Jeez. D- despite Periton's animalistic appearance the- and brutal behavior, they are viciously cunning and as intelligent as humans. Their preferred tactic is to find a lone traveler and stalk it from on high. Most peritons are loners who loathe other creatures. These feelings extend to other peritons as well, and adult males attack each other on sight as surely as they attack anything else. Once per year, peritons mate. The males offer up hearts they have collected from humanoids to attract females. That's the, the most grotesque bower bird I've ever heard of. <laughs> it's Valentine's Those that Day. Ma- oh, it's, oh it's, it's to the extreme, yeah. Those that manage to secure a mate rarely survive long, though, as their mating ritual is short and violent. Sounds like, sounds like college for me. Female wow. peritons generally abandon their eggs after laying them, so newly hatched peritons must fend for themselves from the moment they emerge. No wonder they're so bitter and angry. If, one, exactly. if a mom just stuck around, they'd be cuddly. Yeah. A, <laughs> a lone periton typically builds a nest in a rocky overhang or an exceptionally tall and strong tree where they can observe nearby lands. Although they aren't particularly interested in wealth, peritons do like to collect small objects from their victims. During those times between hunts, they sometimes study these trophies in order to relive the memories of victims' last moments and the taste of victims' hearts. So they've got a nostalgia thing going on. It's a serial killer. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. They are psychotic. And uh, periton flocks 
On rare occasions, a peritone flock forms at the lead of an alpha female. It lasts until the alpha makes a mistake that erodes her perceived power. Then the rest of the flock tears her apart. Wow. So, yeah. So you you start a flock knowing knowing full well the risks to yourself is is the trade-off of you you slipping up worth the power that comes with having the periton flock it's 1940s italy all over again yeah <laughs> yes yeah or the or the red scare yeah absolutely yeah so the the periton is a level 4 creature chaotic evil sounds right medium beast perception of thir- plus 13 dark vision language common so it can speak Skills of acrobatics plus 11, intimidation plus 11, stealth plus 11, strength of plus 4, dex plus 3, con plus 2, int plus 0, wisdom plus 5, and charisma plus 3. 21 AC, 60 hit points, movement speed of 25, fly speed of 50, and has a couple of melee attacks of antler, which is plus 14, deadly d8 which I believe is if you crit, you add that additional damage on top of whatever a crit does. And the damage is a D12 plus 7 piercing. Fangs are plus 14 agile, which you add your... Is that adding your dex instead of your strength? Or in addition to your strength, I think? I don't remember. Damage is a D8 plus 7 slashing. Has two abilities... One is called Heart Ripper. The adjectives are attack, emotion, fear, and visual. The periton rips out the heart of an adjacent corpse with their jaws. The creature must have died in the last minute. As the periton rips the heart free and swallows it whole, they regain 2d6 HP, and any non-periton that witnesses this event must succeed at a DC 21 will save or become frightened or frightened too on a critical failure. Yeah, that's that sounds right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm frightened one right now. <laughs> I failed my save. <laughs> that's and then that's had, a hell of a way for your your a PC to go out. Yeah, just to to watch that happen. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. And then it has mimic shadow, which has the necromancy, occult and shadow attributes. The requirements are the target must be casting a shadow. The effect, the periton flies going no higher than 20 feet over the target creature. The target creature must succeed at a DC 21 will save, or the periton's shadow changes to match that cast by the target creature. With their shadow so transformed, the periton gains a plus two status bonus to attack and damage rolls against the creature. In addition, each time the periton successfully strikes that creature, the creature must succeed at a DC 21 will save or become frightened one or increase its frightened condition by one if it's already frightened. This is an emotion and fear effect. The shadow remains transformed for one hour or until the periton mimics a shadow again, whichever comes first. I, I wish... I wish everything in my life had had that just blatant sentence of this is an emotion and fear effect. This is psychological damage. 
<laughs> this this cannot be saved against. Yeah, it's a, it's a roadmap for uh, just future therapy. Yeah, my therapist would have been like, "Okay, give me the give me the book. Let me know what happened and what type of damage it is, and we'll see if we can counteract that effect." <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> well, I was attacked by a periton when I was seven, so these. Imagery alone, these things are really cool. The art in, in, on this is gorgeous. The The previous Pathfinder one is super badass as well. They're just really, really cool. When you take just so many creatures and just mishmash them together, you usually come up with something that's that's pretty interesting, both from yeah. a, a visual standpoint, but then you're able to work in all these different mechanics. And that makes it really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I like the fact. I, I like that the heart ripper and the mimic shadow, which are probably from the original creation from 1957 or whatever. I like that. They're not, that they're not so anatomically specific to this creature, you know, that it, that they're trying to explain something away that they're giving unique abilities as well. Yeah, for sure. And and I I also I also find it difficult, however, to when when something is a chaotic evil beast that is just brutal and 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 just downright terrible, I feel like it cuts your cuts your options down. As a DM, you can always change it. There's no reason that you have to follow that that as a steadfast rule but if you are going as as raw as pulled straight out of the book your options are a bit limited you know yeah they they don't there's no they 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 don't band together you're only ever gonna you're almost always only going to see this thing as an individual thing so it's just a one one versus party fight against a vicious beast yeah it's a tough fight but it's but like, yeah, like you said, it's just a single fight. I think if you tried to incorporate that that flock with the the alpha female, and then mm-hmm. somehow, whether through a knowledge check or something along those lines, you come up with the the information that dam basically damage the head and the the body will disperse. Right. That might be an interesting. Right mechanic at least for for that fight but it like you said it's just a single fight or or at least the the body will revolt against the head long enough that they'll be distracted and you can you can scarper at least exactly. at least that yeah but that, that's yeah, one it, way to, that's one way to get around a a fight that seems too op yeah or just or just too one note that was my my concern yeah. is that it's just like, all right, we're fighting a, we're fighting a, a, we're fighting a wild creature. However, it's only level four, so generally around that level, you are kind of fighting the smaller, monstery things, you know. So it's, True. it's not so out of, it's not so out of, the the realm of expectation at that level. Sure. However the joke about the mom sticking around and then they'd be happy really makes me want to run the, even just like this, the small arc of 
some druid or some conservationist or something saying, listen, you got to you got to go get these eggs so we can we can be there when they hatch and we can show them love and appreciation and then they'll be good animals. Whether it actually works or not, like irrelevant, but that's that's yeah. their goal. That's their that's their quest is to go collect these periton eggs. And most of them are unattended, obviously, because the mom takes off. So that's fine. But of course, they're going to have to they're going to see one or two in the process. Would in that storyline, if, if we were to take it further, would you would you make them just vicious little bastards and 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 they don't imprint and they don't. It's not just love is the answer or or would they be. Would they no longer be chaotic evil things? Would they maybe be chaotic good beasts or creatures? Because they're not, I mean, I guess they are a beast, but yeah, it's right there it says beast. Yeah, would they be chaotic good beasts? Because they're intelligent. I mean, their wisdom is a plus five. They're, they're, they can speak common. I, yeah, I have two schools of thought with that. One is it would be very cool if the, say there is a druid in the party, and they're able to, maybe they, they're right in line for an animal companion or something along those lines. And they're able to oh. kind of imprint that that mm-hmm. egg hatches sooner than, than the quest giver thought. Because, you know, the quest giver would assume that they would be able to go get the egg and bring it back in time for it to hatch among the collective group, basically. Where the, with the, the PCs be, the kind of bags, The bean yeah. bags and the fleece chairs and the... The singing bowls and the gongs, yeah. Exactly, yeah. So they, they're they hoping that they bring the egg back for all that fun little stuff. Mm-hmm. But it, maybe they get waylaid. Maybe they're just, they, the timing is just off. Mm-hmm. And it, it yeah, hatches like you don't amidst know. the travelers. Exactly. Yeah, you, you don't know you when know, it was laid. But, you know, the last guy that tried to figure out the gestation period of periton eggs just never returned, so... It's, right, it's yeah. all up in the air. It's a guessing and, game. It's a ball. Yeah, play. exactly. <laughs> so this hatches and kind of imprints on, on the druid or on the ranger or whoever. Mm-hmm. So it's it's an are you my mother kind of scenario. Right, right. And instead of just anger and disappointment and rage for a a youth wasted trying to find their mother <laughs> which is what leads to peritons obviously being chaotic mm-hmm. evil mm-hmm. they they latch on and become maybe they have some tendencies some kind of wild animal instinctual tendencies that need to be curbed but sure. they are a, a valuable member of that that group the other option is it just goes bananas oh sure and right exactly as soon as it as soon as it uh, stretches its wings, it's just flying all over the place and just murdering people. And you have right. to go back to the town, a totally decimated town, you know, three yeah. weeks later. Just heart- heartless bodies lying all over the place. They're just, they're in a circle. Just yeah. hearts in a circle all around. And <laughs> lady baritons are just hovering overhead looking for, for the big macho man that took all these hearts. Yeah, it's the hearts in the shape of a heart. Oh, for sure. It's like a <laughs> one of the heart pizzas. <laughs> that's that's actually how I won Ray was a heart shaped pizza. <laughs> oh yeah, made it's, out of real it's hearts. Pretty easy. Yeah, 
Well, hearts on the pizza, obviously. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I. This thing, this, this thing would be a killer. No pun intended. A killer ranger pet or 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 animal companion or things like that. But it's it is dangerously in that territory of of we've we've said that. Those those are just your standard wild beast without an intelligence. They're they're not sentient creatures. They're trained animals. This is yep. this is more than that. It might be one of those things where you, it's a an animal companion. Until it's old enough to reason for itself, and then it becomes mm. either a an NPC or maybe like a, a drop in drop out. NPC, you know, where it's, yeah. it's not with the party all the time, but it, it will come in and and provide extra help in certain scenarios or something along those lines where you've, yeah. you've made a friend, basically. Right. Right. While it's still a baby and growing up, it's 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 your animal companion. And then and then it's it's so inured to you. You've it's it's it is your family. You You have it to call on for favors every now and then. Exactly. And and it'll call yeah. on you for favors every now and then. You Ooh, can definitely play yeah. that double-edged sword. I like that. I like that. Hit I didn't you up think for money, that you part. Know? Yeah. Listen, I'm in town. I just need a couch to crash on. Let me let me stay for for a day or two and then it's like weeks later. So yeah. I thought can I... I thought I thought you had to that you were going somewhere. Yeah, I kind of fell through. Can I borrow your washboard? I uh, got to do my laundry. <laughs> and can you can you iron these these shorts for me, please? You iron your shorts? Yeah, I mean, it looks good. You got to yeah. the crease. Who doesn't? <laughs> Wear them over my hawk legs. <laughs> <laughs> See, oh, you need the crease to fit them over the hawk legs. Yeah, exactly. This is this is a good a good end boss, you know, for your first one through five arc. It's not bad. Oh, yeah. It's just I. It's just so cool looking. I want to find a. I want to find more uh, more value to it than just like okay, go fight the beast, you know. I know, and that's that's what I was just thinking is that early on, which is what this this level would cover. Mm-hmm. You want to try to find something more than just okay go fight a wolf or just go fight a big wolf or something along those yeah, lines yeah. and at least this this fills that quota so to speak yeah but but beyond that yeah there's not a whole hell of a lot i think like you said primarily because it is chaotic evil and you're if you're going to play it straight out of the book you're not there's no society there's no there's no reasoning with it mm-hmm. it's you know, dragons are evil, but dragons you can talk to. Mm-hmm. This yeah, is they're, just they're really intelligent. Exactly. This is smart enough to mock you as it chews your heart while you die. <laughs> Literally, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. The I guess you know, I guess I can see it it being smart enough and in control enough and just downright scary enough. That it could be year one through five arc big bad who who is controlling who has minions under its control. You know, okay. has has goblins or or kobolds or or whatever doing its dirty work, bringing 
bringing townspeople to it so it doesn't have to fight, you know, something like that where where it, there, where there's a buildup for you to get to sure. that point of like, what the heck is going on? It's yeah. kobolds, but it's not a dragon. It's it's goblins, but it's not a knoll controlling them. Like, what is this? Why why are we finding heartless corpses? Yeah, they've deified this creature. Yeah, be, because in general, those little weenies will follow something out of just straight up fear. Yeah, there's got to be some goblin kobold type of creature that is a bit more mammalian. Oh yeah. Where where maybe this that would be their yep. their deity. So your your low level weenie guy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, like a a rat creature or there's like otter folk and muskrats and general generally the 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 little humanoid versions of of small mammals are usually like happy go lucky and good and nice, but there's no reason they can't be they all grew up without moms. Coerced. Or or they grew up without moms, yeah. A rabbit person or something. Yeah, they're sure. I, I know I know. I can confidently say that I I have seen at least a half dozen different options for, for little for your your little mammal critters. Yeah. Little humanoid and, mammal critters, so yeah, there's always the option to just reskin a goblin too. Also that, yeah, there's no reason you can't do that. Just just make it make it a fox folk or 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 something along those lines that that are Smurfs. Make it the Smurfs. Murderous Smurfs. Murderfs. No. We we're we're hitting the Smurfs hard. What was the last one that we did? Red caps? Something? I don't remember. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. The old, the old Smurfs. I've, I've, and I think we said this the last time. I've never seen a Smurf episode in my life, but, and yet still we fall back on the Smurfs. Trust it. It's, yeah. Reliable. Those Smurfs. <laughs> so any, any, any other, any further thoughts on the Perryton? Anything groundbreaking or, or game breaking or, or book breaking on the Perryton that we haven't covered? I'm, I'm, I'm kind of at a loss here. Yeah, I think the big thing is being able to use it as a as an animal companion if all the dominoes fall in the right order. Yes, but, I, I I did like I did like that idea a lot of the yeah uh, of of raising it from from the egg, being there when it hatches, and then and then having it as as a, a partner or an option or whatever you want to call it after the fact. Yeah, he's the rush to your Mega Man. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you call on him when you need him. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But beyond that, I it's very one note. Even the while the abilities are cool, they're still just very kind of basic and, and it's, it's they're super s- circumstantial. I was just going to say that too. I mean, if you don't have an NPC or someone that you can just throw in as chum, then no one's going to see the heart ripper thing. No one's going to see the Heart Ripper, and you can only do the Mimic Shadow once, presumably, because y- yeah. y- you're going to do it. You're going to do it once before the battle begins. Like you're going to do it as as your your opening salvo. You prepare with this, and then you dive in. But it's, I I highly 
highly doubt they're going to fly up 20 feet in the middle of combat and, and take a different shadow form. Exactly. Doesn't, yeah. doesn't so sound logical to me. No, I mean, at that point, being chaotic evil, I would imagine that it would be focused more on doing damage. And and unfortunately, at that point, it's what, just biting and, and clawing. Antlers and fangs. No claws, antlers actually. No claws. Okay. So antlers and fangs. Yeah. So. Although I know, would. It, I would throw in some mechanic for like a back kick with the hawk legs and a front kick with the the stag feet. It's got a decent strength. It's got a plus four. So maybe like a a grip with the back feet and then it flies up if it can manage to do a a grapple or something. And it can only fly so high with with the weight of a character, maybe a smaller character because it's only a medium. So I I doubt it would be able to fly with... But you know what? Then again, a horse is considered medium, I believe, and a horse can carry a human, right? True. But that's, I guess that's walking straight, walking horizontally is different than flying vertically with with that weight. Either way, your halfling is boned. Yeah. Drop damage. Sure. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. And and there's that that moment of it, it it is now gripped and lifted the halfling up off of the ground everyone's like what is it going to do is it just going to fly away with with butterscotch bumblethorn and and we never see him again or or is it going to chew his face off in the middle of the air right exactly where we can't reach it yeah 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 and and maybe maybe if it's your ranger's pet there's there's just a small percentage that that its instinct kicks in and it tries to do that anyway (laughs) Just to really, just to really mess with him. As it grows larger than than butterscotch, every so often you you have butterscotch roll like a a perception or something like that, and he just sees the animal companion just looking at him out of the corner of his eye, licking his lips or something. You get you get the feeling that it is looking at you as prey. Yeah, you've never known what it felt like to be prey until now. Yeah, you never let. We'll call it fluffy. <laughs> Take a watch alone. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you do not. You're never left alone in the same clearing with Fluffy. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like so, that a lot. <laughs> I guess this brings up the the question, not necessarily regarding our good pal Fluffy, but if given the option, would you perform? The finishing move on on a, a PC. Oh gosh! Presuming the fact that once you do that, it's not you, you're not bringing them back. Yeah, there's there's no unless and at level four you don't have that spell, so you'd have to go to someone more powerful. Unless you get what like true resurrection or something along those lines that that allows you to bring someone straight from the be- straight back from the dead as opposed to just a heal, you know, that is an option, but I, that unless you have that understanding with your players, that this is going to be essentially a dark souls, unforgiving. You could literally die at any moment game. I don't know if I'd be so, 
Callous. So callous, so vicious. You know, like that's... For... If... In general, I I like to to run my games where it's yes there's the risk of of death but there's not the risk of permanent in, death instant kill immediately you know because that's that's just that's really harsh unless i don't know i mean there there is there is the the option of well you guys really screwed the pooch here and and did not play your cards well you didn't fight strategically you you kind of acted like dummies so maybe it's a sense of of this is this can happen this can really happen and somebody has to pay for it somebody somebody has to be the lesson yeah i like the idea of of death being very real and in many cases permanent i think if you do massive damage to a body like you eat its heart then maybe the if you're going to find some way to resurrect it you would resurrect the soul into a different body yeah that's is that reincarnation there is a spell that does that there is a spell that brings the the soul and then you roll on a random table to determine yeah. what what race the body is yeah i would i would push them towards that in this scenario mm. as opposed to just okay now now butterscotch is back but but he's a goliath but well yeah and he's a goliath <laughs> so so butterscotch actually made out in that in in that oh yeah regard. You, you could absolutely <laughs> roll up or you could be what is it you could be like a goblin or you could be god knows what else yeah also there's all sorts yeah yeah but i do well i understand where you're coming from in, in that regard, I think the idea of death is a way of life. You're not, you're, you're playing a kind of a dangerous game here in terms yeah. of the quests that you're, you're accepting. Right. So, you know, maybe the, the option is don't go out of your way to one shot somebody or to, yeah to kill them. But if it, if it comes and like you said, maybe they played it the wrong way in terms of the actual combat itself, mm -hmm. or you know, they left the they left the wizard alone and just right. facing down on this thing one on one for some odd reason. Just a series then, of bad decisions. Yeah, they didn't take into account the fly speed and the fact that perching the wizard, you know, up on a cliff top would not mm. mean a whole hell of a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I think something like that, and honestly, at this level, you know, when they're at the end of like four or five, something along those lines, you've played a character, you've you've built them up a little bit, and I think it's a little bit different than, okay, we just started playing two sessions ago, and now the guy's dead already. So you're saying, you you're saying it's, it's more... It's worse if they die at this point as opposed to the two sessions. I would say it's no, I would say it's better because at least you've been able to explore some potential oh, okay. with the character. You've got to know him a little bit. So then it means more for the entire party and not just you. Okay. Yeah. Where, and if you, you wanna know, he, if you wanna 
re-roll a different class. Like if if you're not quite feeling that character, yep. Then then you get that opportunity. It gives you that kind of that long game feeling where you can play a wizard for four levels and realize you want to play something a bit more martial mm-hmm. and go that route instead. And who knows, maybe the party makeup just isn't great. And that's why you're mm. in this position yep. with the, the, this creature that you can kind of rectify that with the death of a character. Yeah. So, so butterscotch Bumblethorn threw himself on the sword and became the Goliath barbarian. Exactly. Yeah. Got it. How how many heart-shaped pizzas would you give the Periton? Despite everything, it is so one note, I think I would only give it like a three. Yeah, I I unfortunately see that. Yeah. I like those notes. It's like an ACDC song. It's, it's <laughs> incredibly basic, but it's kind of catchy. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's good it's it's good while it's there, but you don't ever really think back on it. It's like I want to do that again. Yeah, you don't go to the jukebox and pick it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. I that's that is pretty that's pretty good for the Periton. Yeah. So that is it for this week of random encounters. Three heart shaped pizzas for the Periton. Next week, next month, December. We've got a little something special brewed up. We won't do a reveal just yet, but we do very much want you to come back next week to to join us for that. Something something a little fun, a little different than our, our usual fare. So until that week of next week, go on over to Apple Podcasts, rate us, review us, tell your friends, share on all the social meds, if you will. And we'll be back in a week. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Hey, Random Encounters is a proud member of the Feckless Momes Audio Network. 